Welcome to this week's Therapy for Me, and it's some measure of the distance I've travelled, some measure of the achievement of this year, and I'm, I'm hoping you're going to be really proud of me, that I desperately wanted this week to rant about Brexit. I wanted to rant about the state of our leadership. I wanted to rant about the state of our Prime Minister in the pictures that I saw through the course of the week. I wanted to talk about fish and why we're so hung up on fish and for something that's just such a small part of the, the national picture. And I wanted to point out that there are less people working in the fishing industry than will be made redundant by the fact that the Arcadia Group's gone into administration. But I didn't do any of those things. So although there's a little mini rant in there in the intro, I haven't done it through the course of the podcast. So I hope you're proud of me. Uh, And in a Brexit rant-free zone, let's kick off with a little bit of that jangly guitar. Monday. By rights, today should be tomorrow, and yet in reality it was yesterday. Um, and you're going to think, what the hell am I going on with? And that's absolutely fine to think that way. But something happened yesterday that really shouldn't have happened till Tuesday. Uh, it was just one of those in-the-moment things. So when I I go for a run on a Sunday, and I finish at the um, newsagents in the village, and I pick up a Sunday Times, and I think we've talked about this, and it takes all week to get through the Sunday Times, so that's the one paper that we by through through the week and as I was there I was uh, just happened to mention um, or ask the question when does the Christmas Radio Times um, come out and he said they've just arrived Uh, they're not supposed to go on sale until Tuesday but they've just arrived would you like one so of course I said yes and it's the only time in the year that we buy uh, a a, you know a a paper like that or a magazine like that and we've always traditionally bought the Radio Times so I picked up the Radio Times on Sunday two days early two days before theoretically it went on the newsstands and uh, and brought it home very proudly brought it home Um, and this is this is that tradition that um, goes back for so many of us um, to the to when we were kids because back in an age where you had, you know, th- three channels, first and foremost, um, Christmas TV was the point in the year when the good films came on, when the good programs came on. It was the, it was the time in the year where you would potentially get movies that you didn't expect to see. So you might see a Star Wars or a Superman or an Indiana Jones or things like that or the new James Bond film. And yes, you might have seen them at the cinema, but because we were in a an age where, you know, these things weren't as easy to get on on video and what have you, then the Christmas the Christmas movies were still a really really big deal along with the Christmas the Christmas programs. So you would you would get the um, the Radio Times, which was a, became a cherished thing, and you would go through and you would mark against all the programs that you wanted to watch, and you'd you sketch out that golden period of six to seven days where there would be something in every day that you would want to you would want to watch because it was the point in the year when telly through the day was good. It wasn't the normal schedule, um, so there was stuff through the day that was 
that was actually worth watching. There were films going on through the day and there were programs through the day that you would want to you would want to sit down and watch. And this was fairly unique because it didn't happen all the way through the year. It only happened in those couple of holidays. It happened in the Easter holidays and it happened in the in the Christmas holidays. And the Christmas was the jewel in the crown in that respect. And so of course the the Radio Times framed this whole thing for so many of us. And the tradition hasn't stopped. So I still now look forward and go through and still with a biro, we'll put a little X against the things that I think, oh, I mustn't miss that. And of course, it's not as easy to navigate now because it's over, you know, you've got multiple pages and they're covering all the Sky channels and they, you know, or all the free-to-air uh, channels and some of the, the, the digital channels as well. And so it's harder to get through when it was just the when it was just the three, you know, the three the three channels originally. But it's still is it still has that moment. It's one of the markers for Christmas coming is when that is when that particular publication lands. And to get it to get it early, to to, to be to be told you can have this now and nobody else can. It was it was it was quite special. So the Sunday Times got pushed back because I just ended up wallowing in you know in in that moment with the radio times and it was just absolute bliss tuesday so i've mentioned before that i do this podcast with steve hogarth from Aurelian called the corona diaries and through the course of the year um because it's got a, a you know a good following um i've interacted with a whole load of people who really like that podcast and like myself who are big Marillion fans so we've we've instantly you've you've got that thing in common you've got that bond before you even start and i got a message the other day uh from a chap called rich faulkner and rich um has messaged me a couple of times in the past and had heard me mention on the podcast that i was from uh redford uh, in North Knotts, and came back and said, "How bizarre! I lived in Retford for the early part of my life. Where did you go to, cult, to school?" So I said, "Oh, I went. You know, I went to Car Hill Junior School." And he came back and said, "You know, wow, so did I." Which isn't that unusual because there was only sort of, I think, there were three junior schools in in town. So you know, um, but he came back and said, "Oh, I went there. I left. I left before I finished." Um, you know, and uh, and the only person I can remember at the school was a teacher called uh, Mr. Faulkner, um, because obviously he had the same surname. Now, the interesting thing for me about that is that uh, the gentleman in question, uh, whose name was Peter Faulkner, um, was somebody that we got to know as a family because he was a very creative person and his wife um, uh, was, an, was an, an actor. And they um, they both were involved in um, a, a place called the Retford Little Theatre where which used to put on sort of half a dozen plays through the course of the year. And, and, and my family, because my dad was a big supporter, were involved as well. And so we got to know, um, you know, Peter uh, and, and Mandy um, very well. And what was interesting was that um, I, when I was at junior school, I played the lead in a musical. I played the lead in a musical adaptation of James and the Giant Peach. And uh, and, and Peter directed it. Um, so I'd be final year of junior school. So I would be um, 10 when this was all went on because it was the Christmas production. So I was 10 and I happened to mention this back um, to Rich. Um, 
and, and said, oh, yeah, I was, uh, you know, I don't know if you were there at the time or if you remembered, but I was, do you remember doing a school play? Uh, I played the lead in that. And it turns out that Rich was actually in it. He was he was a couple of years younger, but he was actually in the production. Um, and, and of course, going all the way back when, I didn't know, you know, as many of the kids from the different years, um, but would have would have known him at the time. Um, and what it what it brought about was one, A, that whole thing of, how bizarre, how bizarre that we should be linked by something, you know, 40 years later. Um, and actually, we were both not only in the same school, but for those performances, we were in the same space. So we we're in the same space for the rehearsals and what have you, which was which which is, you know, is serendipitous beyond serendipitous. But that it would then prompt me to think about Mandy and Peter, who I've not thought about for ages and Peter was an artist and one of the things he used to do he used to do a lot of pop work and he actually used to take bespoke commissions for tiles he used to paint tiles um I, I guess he would have done things like swimming pools and what have you but he used to do kitchen tiles and and, and he did uh the kitchen tiles in my dad's kitchen and it was incredible because essentially you had you had imagine a blank of, of a blank canvas of white tiles and he would do a complete unique bespoke scene on these tiles and they were absolutely absolutely fantastic and my curiosity was was pricked by this this story in this moment so i i you know i um i did a little bit of googling just because i i know they'd emigrated to um new zealand and just did a bit of googling to see what i could find and i ended up um finding the details for mandy and um and dropping her a message and joining up with her on linkedin uh and was able to just recount this little story and say look you know, I know it's been a lot of years. Um, how are you? How, you know, how is everything with you? Because we've got some of the family as well. How is everybody? And this thing has happened. And I just wanted to tell you about it because I thought it was it was quite a wonderful little thing. That The, the thing that joins myself and, and Rich together, other than the podcast that I've been involved in, is the fact that w- this production, which which Peter had done. So, um, I, I, you know, I did that um, today. And, and I guess that's... Just it was just one of those moments that that you know that makes you smile, and makes you realise that the digital connectivity really has a place and allows those little things to go on, um, and you know, I, and I'm really thankful for it. Wednesday. So far, I've managed to hold off, but I'm a big fan of Christmas music. Um, I think Christmas music for a certain period of, of time, and I'm not one of these who kicks in with the Christmas music or the Christmas films, you know, halfway through November. I haven't as yet listened to a Christmas song that I've put on myself. So, uh, yes, I've heard odd things in passing on the radio and what have you, but as yet I haven't I haven't played anything. But but arriving very shortly, probably this weekend where the Christmas tree goes up, will, will, be, will be some Christmas tunes. And I've always done a Christmas mix and it was something that I always did and I uh, always used to do a new CD every year and this thing developed so every year it would change by one or two uh, tracks Um, and it would then live in the car for sort of uh, three or four weeks as I was driving around pre-Christmas and I would listen to that a lot and I would also listen to two or three albums so I started buying quite a lot of 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 Christmas albums um, and realized there's some really 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 good um, you know, our Christmas albums out there, um, and some really great, 
you know, not just albums of covers, albums that were were written for this time of year, specifically with, you know, with 75-80% of the tracks being original tracks and they were they were christmas themed or even winter themed and there's been some absolutely fantastic ones uh tracy thorne uh did an absolutely superb one which i think is called tinsel and lights uh tim wheeler and emmy the great did an absolutely you know superb one uh i can't remember what that one's called but it's absolutely great it's kind of um spiky and punky and and and, and really interesting um that you know that's a that's a really good one uh the um you know sarah um sarah mclaughlin did a really a really really nice um one that's that's really really good um she and him did an absolutely superb one which has got a kind of a 50s vibe which is absolutely brilliant but nothing has come close nothing has come close to strange communion by thea gilmore which is just this monumental work this this thing that Obviously talks to Christmas, but it's definitely about this time of year. It's definitely a winter album. It definitely talks to a certain ring and mix of emotions. And, it, you know, when I first play this, will be then played a lot for a very short period of time. And every time I come back to it at this time of year, I just think this is just such a, a, a beautiful, wonderful, perfect piece of music uh, and an and, and album. So I would... You know, I would say to anybody, if you've if you've not if you've dismissed Christmas music, then don't because there's some really great stuff being done around this genre. Uh and it's and it's very much worth investigating some of the things that are on offer on offer, and particularly because there's lots of kind of left field stuff and some really nice some nice stuff out there. But if you do nothing else find strange communion by thea gilmore it's it's you can certainly get it on spotify and just immerse yourself in that because it really is truly wonderful the other thing i i i do is that i've trans this this christmas mix has now become a spotify mix and the only downside is that um there's a track uh called gabriel's message which is the first track that we always used to be on every christmas mix i did which isn't available on Spotify. I haven't found it, so it's never made its way onto the Spotify mix. But I'm gonna, I'll make the, I'll put the link to the Spotify mix that I've put together. And if you get a chance, give it a listen, see what you think. There's some, there's some random stuff on there. You know, there's some, um, there's some of the albums I've talked about on there. In fact, I think there's tracks from virtually all of the albums I've talked about um, on there. And then some other little great tracks that have worked their way um, through. There's a, a brilliant Rob Thomas track. There's a really nice, um, a really nice Brian Adams track. My favourite Christmas track of all time, uh, I believe in Father Christmas by Greg Lake is on there. Um, so if you've got an hour and you want to, you know, give it a try, then I'll I'll publish this thing and I'll put the link on the on the show notes and and let me know what you think. Thursday. As much as I'd like to really rant on about Brexit, um, I don't feel that I can this week simply because so many different things have happened that are so nice and so unique that I. I couldn't let the week go by without mentioning them. Um, one of them's kind of happened today. Um, so back to the Steve Hogarth podcast. Now he's he's doing a, a live stream, so he's going to um, a church in Oxford 
on the 19th uh, and he's doing a live stream from there and I'm going to do we're going to do a live version of the podcast as part of this show so he does these shows that are called natural shows where he basically pitches up and plays a piano and he's been doing these at Christmas for quite a while and there's certain traditions that run alongside um, these shows and we'll come to that in a second but I'm going you know I'm going in a working capacity to go and um, do some of of what we do on the podcast do that as a, a bit of an interlude to the show um which i'm really really looking forward to it'd be a really pleasant evening and then while i'm there i'm going to help monitor what's going on with social media and hopefully try and make the the you know the event as interactive as possible for the people who are watching watching the stream and as it stands at the moment there's a there's a good number of people who've who've signed up to this thing so it looks like it'd be really really exciting now then back to the traditions one of the things that um happens at these shows is that uh, he will he will buy a christmas tree and they'll put a Christmas tree up in these churches. And he invites people to bring a bauble with him or with them or some form of Christmas um, decoration. And then through the show, you're just encouraged to go up and to adorn this tree, to dress this tree through the course of the gig. And it goes on while songs are being played and what have you. It's really it's really quite a, a, a nice kind of thing um, because a gig in a church is quite weird in terms of you know you don't drop lights in the same way you would drop lights it's 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 not quite that kind of um normal kind of gig vibe and he's normally at the front with a with a piano and the rest goes on around him so it's just part of the the interactivity of the evening so of course that wasn't something that or we were trying to work out how the hell we could make that carry on happening as part of the event so what i said was well look there's a whole group of people who follow the podcast who are who are patrons of the podcast. So because that group's relatively big, why, and because we know them quite well, why don't we sort of say, look, if you want to send your baubles, you can send them to me. And I'll collect them all together and I'll take them to the event. And thinking that, you know, there might be however many, you know, a couple of dozen or what have you. So we put that offer out on uh, early part of the week. I think it went out on Tuesday, perhaps. And yesterday and today, I've been inundated with people wanting my details so they could send a bauble. And today, the first bauble arrived. So the first of the the baubles... Now, knowing how many people I've been in touch with, there's a potential at the moment that we could get somewhere in the regions of about 40 baubles, maybe, uh, that we can then incorporate into the event in some way, shape or form. It might end up being more, but currently it's it's sitting at that kind of number. So I've had that bizarre and beautiful experience today of having put this offer out to a load of people and now getting people from around the globe because they're, they're contacting Amazon and getting local deliveries sorted so there's no issue in terms of international shipping. They can do it all locally and, and things are starting to turn up at the door um and i'm now you know getting these things and it's and, and i know that over the next the next week uh, with, there's going to be lots and lots of knocks on the door with people presenting baubles that will work their way to an event which will be um just over a week away it's on the saturday the 19th of of december so even if i wanted to bang on about brexit even if there was a subject beginning with B that I wanted to get uptight about, I can't because there's another subject that begins with B that's far more unique 
to my world that's far more special and talks to people coming together rather than people being split apart. Friday. Well, we've got there. It's five for Friday. We've got through the week. Uh, no Brexit rant. Um, everything, everything has been... Um, well, it's just been a wash with positivity this week. It's been a really special week, actually, in so many in so many different ways. And it's not going to change actually with Five for Friday because Five for Friday is full of things in a similar vein and in a similar space. So I'm going to kick straight off. I thought I'd give you a running update. We talked last week a little bit about I'd set this ridiculous idea of getting to 850 miles for the for the year. Um, which, when you say it quickly, doesn't sound like anything, but actually is something because in reality it's you know, it's 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 St. Ives and back with some left over. Um, and it kind of is St. Ives and back with some left over now. Uh, it's quite a lot left over, actually. So, um, so far I've done, um, I've done five runs this month and I've done 26 miles um, so far. So I'm, I'm averaging a little bit over five, um, you know, five miles a run. And I think I've got something like 62 miles to go. And I reckon I've probably got 11 runs with the way my schedule would normally work. I've got 11 runs to go. So I'm kind of in the five point something. I think what I'm probably going to end up having to do is either add a couple more runs in or if I'm going to get there or actually go out and try and do a longer run, do an eight or a nine mile run just to help the averages and what have you. But kind of on track. Um, think it's still doable. I'll be over the moon if I get there, but I thought I'd give you an update. Might change all next week. I might have an injury or something might go wrong, but as it stands at the moment, seems to be seems to be just about we're just about clinging to to, to it being it, it being doable. Um I've got to mention Ginger Gleds. I mentioned Ginger Gleds most weeks now. Um, and uh, I'm hoping that we can actually find some way because he's just started doing a work, a walking thing that I've noticed on Strava. So I'm hoping uh, that we might find a way of bumping in, into each other on a walk and, and, and grabbing half an hour just to catch up. Because as much as I know we've been kind of communicating through this we, and messages, we haven't actually spoke for, for ages. So it'd be nice to get together. But I have to thank him for sending me a clip that was influenced by the Elf on the Shelf from last week and he sent me one of those uh, videos uh, one of those grown up uh, videos um of the antics of an elf uh, getting a little bit overcome with emotion whilst watching Nigella um Lawson make uh, mince pies um and I can totally understand where the elf's coming from I'm not going to I'm not going to say anything uh, other than that other than the thought I thought it was very tastefully shot uh, and I'm also not going to include a link uh, you'll have to speak to Gleds if you want. You want to find out what that was. Um, Home Alone. It's 30 years since Home Alone uh, came out. And somebody celebrated the fact that it's 30 years since Home Alone came out by um, making a replica of the Home Alone house as a cake. And it is absolutely astonishing. And if you haven't seen the pictures of this thing and the detail, it's unbelievable. So I'll Find some way of posting something in the notes so you can have a look at this. But it really is really special. And it's the, the great thing about Home Alone is Home Alone is one of those films. I mean, it's become a Christmas film simply because obviously it's at that time of the of year and it has some kind of Christmassy message to it. But um, it's also in that list of films that you laugh out loud it's an uncontrollable laugh at film particularly the first time you see it you see it and the first time i saw it was actually at the cinema and remember it being one of those films like airplane or like wayne's world where i absolutely howled with laughter at it and you still howl at la- with laughter at it now and it's become a firm favorite of the kids so 
to see this thing done in cake was absolutely amazing and it will be it will be appearing on our screens in this house very soon and it is a treasured part of christmas that film so that so i just thought that was a really nice tie in um I, I've mentioned before Hel Reynolds, who I think is an amazing person who does loads of work with social media. And she started putting out a great little newsletter. And one of the things that she highlighted in her newsletter was a great little video that's been done wishing the people of Manchester a Merry Christmas. And it reflects on the year that they've had. And it's an absolutely beautiful piece of animation that is crammed full of detail and really um, stands up to a number of watchers and is just full of heart, absolutely full of heart. It's full of heart. It's full of resilience. It's full of all those things that you would expect from um, the, the people of a city like Manchester. So I'll put the link on the show notes. Grief, the show notes are going to be massive this week. I'll put a link on the show notes to that because it it's just it's just lovely. It's just really nice. Uh, and if you don't follow Hell Reynolds, you should. And her newsletters are really great. And they point to some really interesting things on social media. Um, so, yes, big shout out to Hell, who's an absolute an absolute star and um this this manchester thing's just absolutely absolutely lovely and then finally in about 27 minutes i'm going to be chatting for i'm going to be doing a recording of the 942 podcast with jason hunt and we're going to be chatting to the guitarist from kiss um so what Ever's happened through the course of the week, which has been fantastic. It hasn't finished because in 27 minutes, I'm going to be chatting to a guy called Bruce Kulik, who played in Kiss through the sort of 80s, 90s, and was the guy who did the guitar solo on Crazy Crazy Nights, which was my introduction to Kiss. I was too young for the the face-painted Kiss, uh, the more glammy Kiss. I was I, I got into Kiss through the 80s, where they were so more, more sort of said straight-ahead stadium rock, and he... He, that guitar solo was one of the first things I remember and I remember him playing it and I remember him on the video and I remember reading an article about him in Guitarist and I'm going to be talking to him in, well, 26 minutes time. So that's how my week's come to an end. Um, I hope you're all well. I hope I hope the week's been good for you as well. Um, please let me know what you think of the podcast. I'd love as much feedback as you can possibly get. There's ways you can get in touch with me on the show notes as well. Um, and you can follow me on 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 patreon you if you've if you use that platform and you just want to follow me i post this podcast there as well so you can follow in in, in that space as well um and just just i hope the festive spirit i hope everything that's going on is starting to work its way up permeate up through your life in the way that it seems to be permeating your way up through mine so i encourage you to pour a glass of sherry and click on the Spotify link and have a listen to uh, the Christmas playlist and just immerse yourself in it and let me know let me let me know of anything on there that you've not heard before that that works for you or if you've got any more suggestions that I can add to it with that would be that would be great as well. Uh, stay safe and I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>